Welcome to Artificial Pulse, the podcast that brings you the latest positive innovations in technology, giving you a glimpse into a brighter future. Our podcast is completely generated by AI with the goal of giving you the most insightful and up-to-date information on advancements in technology. Please note that while we aim for accuracy, there may be some unintentional inaccuracies or repetitions, and we recommend referring to the episode description to find links to the sources of all of the information summarized here. And here's our update for today, Wednesday, July 26, 2023. Paris-based AI startup Pathway has launched a groundbreaking data processing engine that is claimed to be up to 90 times faster than existing solutions. The engine's unique capability to combine batch and streaming logic in the same workflow allows it to adapt to real-time changes, similar to human learning and reaction. This innovation overcomes the traditional division between batch and streaming architectures, which has hindered the adoption of data streaming for AI systems. Pathway CEO, Zuzana Stamarowska, emphasizes the critical need for rapid data processing and more adaptable AI. The startup aims to simplify the development process for developers working with batch, streaming, or LLM learn, learn more systems. By enabling revisions to specific data points without requiring a full batch data upload, Pathways Engine offers increased efficiency and reduced processing time. The startup has already achieved impressive results, such as significantly reducing project time to market for clients like DB Schenker and reducing CAPEX for Law Post. With its innovative approach and strong team, Pathway aims to become a widely adopted solution in the tech industry. Staying on the topic of AI and a coalition of open-source AI stakeholders, including Hugging Face, GitHub, and others, is urging EU policymakers to protect open-source innovation in the upcoming EU AI Act. In a policy paper titled Supporting Open Source and Open Science in the EU AI Act, the coalition proposes recommendations to ensure that the Act is favorable to open AI development practices. The paper highlights concerns about overly broad obligations that could favor closed and proprietary AI models, potentially disadvantaging the open AI ecosystem. The European Commission, Council, and Parliament are currently in the trilogue phase of finalizing the AI Act, aiming to pass it before the end of 2023. The coalition emphasizes the importance of open-source AI innovation and argues that regulation should not hinder its progress. They stress that openness and transparency are crucial for responsible governance without exempting open development from necessary requirements. By advocating for the protection of open-source AI in the EU AI Act, the coalition aims to ensure that individuals have the freedom to choose between different AI components and foster innovation in the field. Now on to our next AI update, NVIDIA has made its cloud-based AI supercomputing service, DGX Cloud, more accessible by partnering with Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, OCI. This collaboration allows users to access virtual NVIDIA GPUs and infrastructure in the US and UK DGX Cloud is designed to meet the demands of generative AI training, enabling enterprises to train large, complex models like language models. By leveraging NVIDIA's computing architecture and high-bandwidth network fabric, DGX Cloud offers a simplified infrastructure management experience, providing a serverless AI environment for developers. Previously, organizations had limited options for tackling large-scale generative AI workloads, but now they can remotely access their own AI supercomputer through DGX Cloud without operating a dedicated data center. NVIDIA claims that DGX Cloud can significantly speed up training times compared to traditional cloud computing, allowing generative AI developers to distribute workloads across multiple compute nodes in parallel. Businesses can establish their own AI center of excellence, supporting multiple developer teams working on various AI projects simultaneously. NVIDIA has optimized DGX Cloud's architecture to meet the growing computational demands of generative AI, aiming to simplify data preparation, prototype building, and GPU infrastructure utilization. As we continue to highlight inspiring tech innovations, we ask you to please consider becoming a supporter through Patreon by visiting patreon.com slash artificial pulse. You can contribute to our mission to provide you updates of the latest positive innovations in technology. Also, in each episode, we'll mention the names of each of our supporters to thank them for their contribution. And higher tier supporters can have a short advertisement played in each episode of Artificial Pulse. Once again, thanks for listening and please consider supporting us at patreon.com slash artificial pulse. 
In other AI news, Wayfair has introduced Decorify, a new generative AI solution that revolutionizes interior design. Through this pilot program, users can upload a picture of their space, and Decorify generates multiple design options in different styles. The platform provides direct links to purchase relevant items from Wayfair. Wayfair CTO, Fiona Tan, emphasized the company's commitment to helping customers create their ideal homes. Decorify builds on Wayfair's existing use of generative AI for customer service and marketing. The platform utilizes an open-source diffusion model, allowing users to select a style language and receive design options tailored to their preferences. By clicking on individual elements within the designs, users can access links to buy similar items from Wayfair. Shrenik Sadalgi, Director of Research and Development at Wayfair, explained that the generation process is iterative and aims to strike a balance between familiarity and uniqueness. Wayfair plans to refine the models over time, incorporating proprietary branding data to create designs that closely align with the inspirations found on their platform. Decorify represents Wayfair's initial foray into customer-facing AI, with future improvements expected based on user feedback and preferences. Continuing our coverage on AI, SK Hynix reports smaller Q2 loss amid strong AI demand and chip recovery. In its second quarter earnings report, South Korean chipmaker SK Hynix revealed a narrower operating loss of 2.8 trillion Korean won, $2.24 billion. The company attributed this improvement to the increasing demand for artificial intelligence, AI, and the anticipated recovery in the memory chip market. This loss was smaller than the previous quarter's 3.4 trillion Korean won, but significantly lower than the 4.2 trillion won profit recorded a year ago. SK Hynix highlighted the rapid growth in AI server memory demand, driven by the expansion of generative AI applications like ChatGPT. The company expects AI-related semiconductors, particularly dynamic random access memory, DRAM, to have a significant impact on future growth. Analysts predict a 35% to 40% growth in this sector. SK Hynix also reported increased revenue of 7.31 trillion Korean won, a 44% rise from the first quarter, thanks to higher sales of premium products such as HBM3 and DDR5. With the memory semiconductor market entering the recovery phase, SK Hynix remains bullish on high-end DRAM products and plans to reduce capital expenditure by at least 50% compared to 2022. Continuing our AI coverage, Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella expressed confidence in the company's position as a leader in cloud-based AI services during an earnings call. While Microsoft may not be the largest provider of cloud infrastructure, it claims the top spot in selling cloud-based AI services. This achievement is attributed to the success of OpenAI's ChatGPT chatbot, hosted on Azure, which gained popularity in late 2022. Microsoft's focus on AI could contribute to its overall growth in cloud computing. The company reported a 26% increase in Azure and other cloud services revenue compared to the previous year. By integrating OpenAI's language models into its software, including Bing and Windows, Microsoft aims to attract customers from competing cloud platforms. The extent of the revenue generated from Azure AI services utilizing OpenAI's technologies remains uncertain. However, Nadella expressed optimism about acquiring new customers and reducing customer acquisition costs. Microsoft expects significant growth in Azure revenue, with AI services projected to contribute a substantial portion. This emphasis on AI aligns with Microsoft's historical pursuit of dominance in various technology sectors, such as operating systems and productivity software. In other news related to AI, OpenAI's ChatGPT app has now been made available for Android devices, expanding its reach beyond the iOS platform. The app offers various features such as syncing user history across devices and voice input. Users can rely on the chatbot for quick answers to questions, creative inspiration summaries, drafts of emails or presentations, and more. However, it is important to approach the chatbot's responses with caution, as the AI model may sometimes provide incorrect or misguided information due to its training on Internet data. Initially launched in the United States, India, Bangladesh, and Brazil, OpenAI plans to extend availability to other regions in the coming week. This development comes amidst an intensified competition among major tech players like Microsoft, Google, and Anthropic, who are vying for dominance in the chatbot market. 
tech giants are not only releasing new chatbot apps but also introducing additional features like visual search to entice users into incorporating generative AI into their daily routines. OpenAI's partnership with Microsoft, which involved a significant investment of $10 billion, has contributed to its growth and valuation, attracting investments from renowned firms like Sequoia Capital and Andresen Horowitz. Continuing our AI coverage, a new study funded by the Pentagon explores the use of artificial intelligence, AI, to detect violations of social norms in text. Researchers from Ben-Gurion University employed GPT-3, a programmable language model, and zero-shot text classification to identify instances of norm violations in messages. The challenge lies in identifying the indicators of norm violations, as social norms vary across cultures. However, the researchers propose that human responses to norm violations may be relatively consistent, driven by evolutionary-grounded social emotions like guilt and shame. By focusing on these emotions, the AI model aims to automatically identify norm violations in text histories. The research was supported by DARPA's Computational Cultural Understanding Program, which seeks to develop cross-cultural language understanding technologies for the Department of Defense. While the specific motivations behind studying social norm violation remain unclear, it is part of DARPA's broader efforts to advance military research and development. The implications of this study raise questions about the potential use of AI to analyze foreign populations in preparation for future conflicts. Staying on the topic of AI, Cohere has unveiled Coral, an AI assistant tailored for enterprise business use. Coral, described as a knowledge assistant, aims to support knowledge workers in various industries by providing sector-specific responses based on proprietary company data. The release of Coral follows Cohere's successful funding round of $270 million, with investments from NVIDIA, Oracle, and Salesforce Ventures, valuing the company at over $2 billion. Mart Khan, president and COO of Cohere, believes Coral represents a significant advancement in generative AI that will revolutionize how businesses and employees operate. Coral differentiates itself from publicly available AI tools by addressing issues like hallucination through citations to both internal and external company data sources. It also ensures privacy and security by storing sensitive information in a secure cloud-agnostic environment. Additionally, Coral offers more than 100 integrations with various data sources, including CRMs, collaboration tools, and databases. The combination of Coral and Live Person's conversational platform is expected to deliver customized large language models, LLMs, for customer engagement, aligning with enterprise needs and generating factual outputs. Taking a look at more AI updates, the article explores the technology of creating digital doubles using photogrammetry booths and advances in artificial intelligence, AI. These digital doubles are lifelike avatars that can be animated to perform various actions in media productions. The process involves capturing high-resolution images of actors' faces and bodies from different angles, mapping them together, and transforming them into three-dimensional models. Visual effects artists then animate these models by either replicating real-world performances or combining them with computer-generated movements. While AI is making it easier to create digital doubles, concerns arise among actors about the potential replacement of human performers. Some fear studios may pressure them to sign away their likeness, leading to job loss. This concern has prompted the Screen Actors Guild American Federation of Television and Radio Artists SAG-AFTRA to go on strike emphasizing the need for protection against AI technology replacing human performances. However, despite advancements, today's digital doubles still rely on human performers and special effects artists. The article concludes by highlighting how AI is disrupting the established process, but not yet completely replacing actors. And now with another AI story, can advancements in AI technology provide chatbots with the human touch they lack? Early chatbots were frustrating for customers, lacking understanding and providing irrelevant responses. However, natural language processing, NLP, is changing the game. NLP-based chatbots analyze customer queries for context and meaning, allowing them to understand slang, nuance, and even respond like a human customer service representative. As chatbots interact more, they learn and improve their accuracy over time. Additionally, voice recognition and speech-to-text conversion enable chatbots to communicate in multiple languages and accents making them more accessible. Emotion and nuance are crucial aspects of conversation, and machine learning techniques now allow chatbots to recognize underlying sentiments through sentiment analysis. 
this helps them understand positive, negative, or neutral emotions conveyed by customers. While sarcasm remains a challenge, sentiment analysis tools can grade data based on language used. Overall, these AI advancements aim to create chatbots that are conversational, emotionally intelligent, and proactive, enhancing the customer experience and reducing the need for human intervention. Continuing with the latest in AI advancements, Sistig has introduced its Sage AI technology, aiming to enhance cloud security and incident response. The system utilizes generative AI and a large language model, LLM, approach to assist organizations in managing cloud security more effectively. Sistig Sage AI employs advanced multi-step reasoning, multi-domain correlation, and actions to provide comprehensive support. Currently in early testing, the technology integrates domain expertise with an LLM architecture. According to Sistig's founder and CTO, Loris Dijani, the company has developed an LLM controller that orchestrates requests to different LLMs, emphasizing the importance of multi-step reasoning. The controller leverages the open-source LangChain technology, adapted by Sistig for cybersecurity purposes. While Sage AI does not replace security analysts, it fills a crucial gap by being situationally aware of an organization's cloud security context. By combining their domain expertise and open-source knowledge with advanced AI architecture, Sistig aims to significantly improve cloud security management. Staying on the topic of AI, Netflix is seeking an AI manager, offering a salary ranging from $300,000 to $900,000. The position of officially titled product manager, machine learning platform, aims to define the strategic vision for Netflix's machine learning platform. With over 230 million members worldwide, Netflix recognizes the power of artificial intelligence, AI, and machine learning in shaping the future of entertainment. While the company has previously utilized algorithms to personalize user experiences and recommend content, this new role signifies a significant investment in AI. It remains unclear whether the AI manager will work with back-end systems or focus on production applications. This move comes amidst ongoing strikes by the Writers Guild of America, WGA, and the Screen Actors Guild, SAG, over the use of AI in television and film. WGA is concerned about studios implementing chatbots to reduce human labor, while SAG opposes the scanning of actors' faces for perpetual use. In contrast to the average actor's annual salary of $47,000, Netflix's emphasis on AI highlights its commitment to innovation and the evolving landscape of entertainment. Moving on to Apple News, Apple has unveiled a new initiative called Meet with App Store Experts, which will consist of online and in-person sessions throughout August. The purpose of these events is to provide developers working with Apple platforms an opportunity to enhance their understanding of App Store features. The company will offer guidance on various topics, including app pricing upgrades, marketing strategies, subscriptions, analytics, game center, and in-app events. Apple aims to assist developers in optimizing their product pages, attracting new customers, and testing marketing techniques. Moreover, Apple will host in-person labs in several cities worldwide to showcase Apple Vision Pro. These labs will enable developers to test their apps on actual devices before the technology's release in 2024. Interested developers must apply through the Apple Developer website, as availability for some sessions is limited. The events will commence on July 31st and continue until August 24th, with a complete schedule accessible on the Apple Developer website. Continuing our Apple coverage, Apple is gearing up for its 6th annual National Fitness Day Challenge for Apple Watch users in China. This exclusive activity challenge requires participants to engage in any form of exercise for a minimum of 20 minutes. By completing this challenge, users can earn an award that unlocks custom sticker packs for their iPhones, enhancing their iMessage and FaceTime experiences. Notably, these stickers will be more prominently featured in iOS 17. Furthermore, participants will also receive virtual trophies specific to each challenge upon completion. These trophies hold special significance as they can only be redeemed within a designated time frame by meeting the challenge parameters. Once unlocked, users can view their earned trophies either in the fitness app on their iPhones or the activity app on their Apple Watches. With this initiative, Apple aims to promote physical fitness and encourage its customers to lead active lifestyles, while also providing them with additional incentives and rewards for their efforts. Continuing with the latest in Apple news, Apple has unveiled the second release of its Vision OS 1 Beta 2 simulator, following the initial launch of the Vision OS SDK in June. 
the company made the announcement on its developer website, allowing developers to access the simulator and experience the Vision OS features without the need for Vision Pro hardware. Although specific details about the changes in this release are not provided, it is expected to include significant fixes and improvements. Apple recently introduced the Vision Pro Developer Kit program, enabling developers to gain early access to Vision Pro hardware and develop their apps ahead of the official release in early 2024. Additionally, Apple plans to offer labs for Vision Pro developers in various locations worldwide. Alongside the Vision OS update, Apple has also released the fourth beta versions of iPad OS 17, TV OS 17, Watch OS 10, and Mac OS Sonoma. This progress signifies Apple's continued efforts to enhance and expand its software offerings across multiple platforms. Another Apple item to report, introducing the upcoming iPhone 15 series, which is rumored to bring significant improvements to its camera capabilities. Leaked information suggests that these new models will feature a groundbreaking hybrid lens, making them the first global phones to do so. The primary camera will have a single glass element and six plastic elements, along with an improved f/1.7 aperture, allowing it to capture up to 20% more light for better low-light photography. While initial rumors indicated that the iPhone 15 Pro Max would also include hybrid lenses on the telephoto and ultra-wide cameras, this plan was reportedly abandoned by Apple. Additionally, the base models of the iPhone 15 series are expected to adopt the 48MP sensor from the iPhone 14 Pro, potentially compensating for a downgrade in aperture with the hybrid lens A16 Bionic chip. These changes were likely implemented based on lessons learned from the underwhelming sales of the iPhone 14. However, the mid-range iPhone 15 models will still lack a telephoto lens or lead DAR scanner. Future iPhone models, specifically the iPhone 16 lineup, may support faster charging speeds of 40 watts wired and 20 watts MagSafe. Apple is said to be working on a new charging protocol and power chip, optimizing fast charging efficiency through stacked batteries. As more details emerge, we will continue to follow the latest iPhone 15 rumors and provide updates on this highly anticipated series. Expanding on our coverage of Apple, Apple is reportedly working on bringing its Mac OS game mode feature to iOS 17, according to findings in the latest beta release. While game mode is currently exclusive to Mac computers, evidence suggests that Apple has been experimenting with implementing this feature for iPhone and iPad users. Game mode optimizes system settings to enhance gaming performance and reduce Bluetooth latency, benefiting gamers using AirPods or Bluetooth controllers. The inclusion of frameworks used in macOS game mode in the iOS 17 beta indicates Apple's exploration of ways to enhance gaming on its mobile devices. However, it remains uncertain whether game mode will be available for both iPhone and iPad or exclusively for the iPad. As with other beta features, there is a possibility that game mode might not make it to the final release. In addition to game mode, iOS 17 introduces various new features such as customizable lock screen options, improved iMessage and FaceTime, standby mode, interactive widgets, and name drop. The fourth beta of iOS 17 is now available to developers, with a public beta release expected soon. Staying on the topic of Apple, Apple has made iOS 17 Beta 4 available to developers, alongside beta versions of iPad OS 17, tvOS 17, watchOS 10, and macOS Sonoma. The company showcased the upcoming features of iOS 17 at its Worldwide Developers Conference, including standby, live voicemail, and airdrop updates. Since early June, iOS 17 has been accessible as a pre-release version, with expanded testing through Apple's public beta program starting recently. Notably, Apple now allows developers to join the beta program without an annual fee. The main distinction between developer and public beta releases lies in their timing, ensuring critical issues are addressed before public release. iOS 17 is expected to be ready for widespread use in September. Stay tuned for further updates on this development. Moving on to climate progress updates, climatologists affirm that the intense heat experience in July aligns with their expectations. A recent analysis by an international team of scientists warns that unless greenhouse gas emissions are immediately reduced, widespread summer heatwaves, similar to the ones witnessed across North America, Asia, and Europe, will become a common occurrence within a few decades. The researchers state that if global warming exceeds 2 degrees Celsius above pre-fossil fuel levels, such extreme heat events could happen every 2 to 5 years. 
The analysis conducted by World Weather Attribution indicates that the current climate, already warmed by human activities, has made these heat waves more frequent. The study also reveals that greenhouse gas pollution significantly intensified recent heat waves in Europe, North America, and China. Co-author Friederica Otto emphasizes that the aim of the analysis is to understand the role of climate change during extreme weather events. While the study awaits peer review, previous similar studies have been validated by scientific review panels. Overall, the findings underscore the urgent need to address climate change as the world witnesses the expected consequences of rising emissions. Shifting to cloud news, Alphabet, the parent company of Google, experienced a significant boost in its quarterly results, surpassing expectations and leading to a 7% rise in its shares during after-hours trading. The growth was primarily driven by the expansion of its cloud computing division. The company reported earnings of $1.44 per share, exceeding the anticipated $1.34 per share. Additionally, Alphabet's revenue reached $74.6 billion, surpassing the expected $72.82 billion. Notable increases were observed in YouTube ads, which generated $7.67 billion, and Google Cloud, which generated $8.03 billion. Despite facing a pullback in digital ad spending, Alphabet achieved single-digit growth for the fourth consecutive quarter. However, analysts predict that double-digit growth will not be seen until the fourth quarter. This positive report from Alphabet sets the stage for other major tech companies' earnings announcements, such as Microsoft, Facebook Meta, Amazon, and Apple. Ruth Porat, Alphabet's finance chief, will be transitioning to the newly created role of president and chief investment officer, while continuing as CFO until her successor is selected. Diving into our next topic about Deep Tech Fund, Main Sequence and Australian venture capital firm, has successfully raised the first close of its third fund, securing $450 million AUD, approximately $303 million. The firm, founded by CSIRO, Australia's National Science Agency, received funding from new and returning limited partners, including LGT Crestone, NGS Super, Daiwa Securities Group, and the Grantham Foundation. This investment also includes CIRO's committed $150 million AUD from the Federal Australia's Economic Accelerator Program. With this latest capital, Main Sequence now manages over $1 billion AUD in assets. The firm aims to complete the third fund by the end of the year and plans to make approximately 25 pre-seed and Series B investments. They focus on addressing the valley of debt between research and commercialization by empowering scientists to transform technology into real-world solutions. Main Sequence collaborates with universities and government agencies, such as CIRO's on Accelerator and Australia's Economic Accelerator, to discover cutting-edge technology developers. The new fund will prioritize decarbonization and deep tech companies, supporting solutions for climate change, cybersecurity, quantum computing, and advanced semiconductor technology. Since its launch in 2017, Main Sequence has supported 53 companies, creating over 2,100 jobs. Diving into our next topic about innovative construction, Silicon Box, a semiconductor startup, has invested $2 billion to establish an advanced semiconductor packaging fab in Singapore. The founders, Whaley Dai and Sahatsu Tardia, along with CEO Byung Jun B.J. Han, aim to revolutionize chip manufacturing by leveraging a new technology called chiplets. Chiplets involve connecting multiple chips together as one in a single package, enabling advancements in chip design despite the slowdown of Moore's Law. These chiplets are wired together using thousands of metal connectors, and their adoption has been endorsed by major chip companies like AMD. The new facility, located at Tampanis Wafer Fab Park, spans 73,000 square meters and is expected to employ 1,200 to 1,400 people upon completion. Supported by the Singapore Economic Development Board, EDB, Silicon Box's investment aims to enhance local capabilities, boost Singapore's position as a global hub for semiconductor manufacturing, and meet the growing demand for chip packaging driven by applications such as artificial intelligence. With this ambitious venture, Silicon Box seeks to address the challenges posed by the miniaturization limits of traditional chip manufacturing. Shifting to innovative technology news, Jamaica emerges as a thriving tech hub in the Caribbean. Jamaica, known for its picturesque beaches and relaxed lifestyle, is rapidly transforming into the next tech powerhouse in the Caribbean. With initiatives like the Amber Heart Coding Academy and the Global Services Sector Project, 
the Jamaican government has been investing in both infrastructure and education to position the country as the Silicon Island of the region. Proximity to the United States, English proficiency, and a compatible time zone make Jamaica an enticing destination for tech companies seeking outsourcing and nearshoring opportunities. The country's competitive labor costs have also attracted interest from corporations beyond the Americas, including European tech firms looking for customer experience partners in the Caribbean. Jamaica boasts a mature outsourcing sector, with over 85 operational companies generating nearly 1 billion U.S. dollars in annual revenue and employing more than 60,000 people. The nation recently hosted O2L.A.C, a major outsourcing summit, solidifying its position as a leading tech destination. As demand for tech talent grows, Jamaica aims to reverse the brain drain by producing more trained professionals in software development, data analytics, cybersecurity, and AI. The country's appeal extends to digital nomad tech workers seeking multicultural environments and new experiences. While Jamaica offers exciting opportunities, closer-to-home options are also available for those interested in starting a new chapter in a multicultural environment. VentureBeat Jobs provides access to numerous tech roles, such as the machine learning engineer position at Autodesk in San Francisco or the senior SOC design engineer opportunity. In more news related to innovative technology, nearby share. This feature allows users to easily transfer files between Android phones and PCs without the need for cables or cloud uploads. While it has been available for connecting Android phones and Chromebooks, the recent beta release now enables file sharing with Windows devices as well. To set up nearby share, users need to enable Bluetooth and location services on their smartphones through the Android settings panel. After toggling on the feature, users can choose their device visibility preferences to control who can send them files. On Windows, users can download the nearby share app from the official Android website and select their computer's visibility settings. Sending files is straightforward. On the PC, drag and drop files into the nearby share window, while on Android, access nearby share through the built-in sharing menu. The feature supports not only files and folders but also links and text. Android users can get creative by sharing various types of content with their PCs using this convenient feature. Continuing our innovative technology coverage, introducing Glowforge's latest innovation, the Aura Laser Cutter. This new addition to their lineup is not only affordable, but also compact enough to fit in your home crafting workshop. Packed with powerful software, the Aura offers convenience and ease of use that surpasses its competitors. With just a web browser, users can design and create intricate cuts, engravings, and scores using their actual Glowforge as a blueprint. The software provides precise placement options and a vast library of fonts and images for added creativity. While the Aura has a smaller laser power compared to Glowforge's industrial models, it still supports a wide range of materials for engraving and cutting, including glass. Additionally, Glowforge focuses on accommodating adhesive vinyl and iron-on vinyl, making it an all-in-one solution for crafters with limited space. The Aura can be vented out a window or used with a personal filter for indoor use, ensuring clean air quality. Priced at $1,200, the Aura offers an accessible entry point into high-quality laser cutting for home crafters. Available at Michael's and Joanne, this versatile laser cutter is set to revolutionize the home crafting scene. Shifting to innovative telecommunications news, T-Mobile has introduced its latest advancement in carrier aggregation technology delivering 5G standalone, SA, speeds of up to 3.3 gigabits per second. This achievement follows T-Mobile's earlier launch of 5G SA ultra-capacity coverage, reaching speeds of 3 gigabits per second through 3 carrier aggregation. The arrival of iOS 16.4 in March 2023 enabled 5G SA support for iPhone users. After a successful production test of 4-carrier aggregation 5G SA, T-Mobile officially announced its availability, providing speeds as high as 3.3 gigabits per second. Initially accessible to Samsung Galaxy S23 users, the expanded coverage will soon be available nationwide and extended to other 5G SA-capable smartphones. Carrier aggregation combines multiple channels of 5G spectrum to enhance performance, with T-Mobile utilizing four sub-6 GHz frequencies to achieve gigabit speeds. Although Samsung users will receive this upgrade first, Apple customers already experience speeds exceeding 90% of the maximum 3.3 gigabits per second. It is important to note that 3.3 gigabits per second represents the peak speed, and real-world performance may vary.
T-Mobile continues to lead U.S. carriers in terms of speed and performance, with independent studies showing its median download speed at 164 megabits per second, surpassing Verizon and AT&T. In other news related to innovative transportation, introducing DJI's latest drone, the Air 3, equipped with crash-preventing sensors. Priced at over $1,000, this lightweight drone ensures you won't accidentally collide with obstacles while capturing stunning landscape shots. The Air 3 is the successor to the Air 2S and features an additional medium telecamera for versatile photography. Despite its name, the drone weighs 720 grams, requiring registration with the Federal Aviation Authority in the U.S. DJI has extended its omnidirectional obstacle avoidance technology from its high-end Mavic drones to the more affordable Air 3, surpassing the Air 2S's four-way sensing system. With one 1.3-inch CMOS sensors, both wide-angle and telecameras can capture 48-megapixel stills and shoot up to 4K video at 100fps or full HD video at 200fps. Additionally, the Air 3 supports vertical video recording up to 2.7K at 60fps with either camera. The drone also boasts the O4 video transmission system, enabling smoother 1080p at 60fps live video feeds to the remote controller within a range of 12 miles. DJI's Air 3 empowers users to fly fearlessly while enjoying enhanced imaging capabilities and improved obstacle avoidance technology. Continuing our coverage on innovative transportation, General Motors has revealed plans to create an upgraded version of the Chevrolet Bolt, utilizing their advanced Ultium battery and drive technology. This new model aims to provide exceptional affordability, range, and technological features. The announcement comes in conjunction with General Motors' ongoing commitment to electric vehicle production, as they prepare to release three other electric vehicles this year, the Equinox and Blazer SUVs, as well as the Silverado pickup truck. By leveraging their innovative Ultium battery and drive technology, GM seeks to enhance the performance and capabilities of the new Chevy Bolt EV. This development aligns with the company's broader strategy to expand its electric vehicle lineup and cater to a growing demand for eco-friendly transportation options. With this latest addition, General Motors continues to position itself as a key player in the electric vehicle market, offering consumers a wider range of electric vehicle choices with improved features and functionality. Now on to our next innovative transportation update. During General Motors' Q2 report, CEO Mary Barra announced the return of the Chevrolet Bolt. Despite the Bolt's recent recall and discontinuation, Barra highlighted its popularity among customers, record sales, and high satisfaction scores. GM plans to update the Bolt using their new Ultium and Ultifi technologies, aiming for a faster execution with reduced engineering expenses and capital investment. The decision to end the Bolt line initially was intended to free up factory capacity for the production of new EVs like the Chevrolet Silverado EV pickup. However, GM is facing challenges in scaling up Ultium production, leading to the suspension of Bright Drops Evo 600 electric delivery van production. While GM sold over 50,000 EVs in the first half of 2023, the majority were bolts with fewer than 3,000 Ultium-based EVs finding buyers this year. The specific details of the new bolt have yet to be revealed, but GM's focus on simplifying the process suggests an efficient update to the popular electric hatchback. And now we move on to Metaverse-related news. Meta's Thread social media app has fulfilled user demands by introducing a new following tab. This update allows users to view posts from people they follow in chronological order, addressing concerns about the algorithmically curated content in the For You feed. Meta executives, including CEO Mark Zuckerberg and Instagram chief Adam Masseri, have been repeatedly asked for this feature since Thread's launch earlier this month. The update also offers additional functionalities such as sorting the activity feed by follows, quotes, and read posts, accessing liked posts and settings, and translating posts in different languages. Users have noticed similarities between the For You and Following tabs on Threads and Twitter's layout, which underwent rebranding as X after Elon Musk's acquisition. Threads bears resemblance to Twitter in terms of design and features, replicating core icons and character limits. Positioned as a more positive public square alternative to Twitter, Threads gained 100 million users shortly after its July 5th launch, despite Twitter's outages and controversies. Meta aims to deliver further updates for Threads promptly. And now moving on to Rocket's news tonight, SpaceX's Falcon Heavy rocket is set to embark on its seventh mission ever, marking a record-breaking event. The launch is scheduled for 11.04 p.m. EDT from NASA's Kennedy Space Center in Florida. 
viewers can watch the live action on Space.com, courtesy of SpaceX. This mission will carry the Jupiter 3 spacecraft, which holds the distinction of being the largest commercial communications satellite ever constructed. Manufactured by Hughes Network Systems, Jupiter 3 weighs 10.1 tons and will service customers in the United States and Latin America. The Falcon Heavy, consisting of three strapped-together first stages, is the second most powerful rocket currently operational. While two of the first stages are designed for reusability and will attempt a landing back on Earth, the central booster will be discarded into the ocean due to insufficient fuel for a return trip. Jupiter 3's destination is geostationary orbit, approximately 22,200 miles above Earth. After a hiatus caused by satellite development delays, the Falcon Heavy has regained momentum, with tonight's launch being its fourth in the past eight months. Continuing with the latest in rockets news, SpaceX successfully completed propellant load tests for its Starship Super Heavy boosters, Booster 9 and Booster 10. These tests took place at the company's Starbase site in South Texas and the nearby Massey's Test Facility. Photos released by SpaceX show the stainless steel boosters covered in frost from the supercold liquid methane and liquid oxygen propellants. The fueling tests are part of SpaceX's preparations to get the boosters ready for flight, with Booster 9 scheduled for the next Starship test flight. However, regulatory challenges may delay the timeline as environmental groups have filed a lawsuit against the U.S. Federal Aviation Administration, claiming insufficient assessment of potential damage to the local ecosystem and community. The Starship system consists of the Super Heavy Booster and the upper-stage spacecraft known as Starship, both powered by SpaceX's new Raptor engine. A previous test flight involving Booster 7 and Ship 24 did not go as planned, with the stages failing to separate, resulting in a self-destruct command. The upcoming test flight aims to achieve similar objectives to the April 20th mission. Moving on to the next rockets-related topic, SpaceX's Falcon Heavy rocket is gearing up for its upcoming launch on July 26th, and a new photo showcases the impressive power of its 27 engines. The rocket will be carrying the world's largest private communications satellite, the Jupiter-3, to a geostationary orbit. The engines, known as Merlin rocket engines, are capable of generating over 5 million pounds of thrust at liftoff, enabling the rocket to launch payloads weighing nearly 60,000 pounds to geosynchronous orbit. While Falcon Heavy is designed for full reuse, it can also accommodate booster expandability if necessary. For this mission, the two side boosters are expected to return to SpaceX's landing zones 1 and 2 at Cape Canaveral, while the core booster will use its fuel reserves to place the heavy Jupiter-3 satellite in its designated orbit. Once deployed, the Jupiter-3 satellite, developed by Maxar, will enhance the Hughes Jupiter fleet's bandwidth capabilities, providing Internet and broadband services to North and South America. The launch is scheduled for 11.04 p.m. EDT on July 26 from NASA's Kennedy Space Center. Next up in Rockets News, SpaceX's upcoming Crew-7 astronaut launch to the International Space Station, ISS, has been postponed by two days, with the new target date set for August 17. The delay is a result of the need to adjust the launch pad configuration following the planned launch of the Jupiter-3 communications satellite on July 26. Steve Stitch, manager of NASA's commercial crew program, explained that the launch pad must be reconfigured from the Falcon Heavy configuration to the one used for crewed missions. The Crew-7 mission will carry four astronauts, including representatives from NASA, the European Space Agency, Japan, and Russia. The SpaceX Dragon capsule named Endurance will transport them to the ISS. If all goes well, the capsule will dock with the space station approximately 20 hours after liftoff, initiating the departure process for SpaceX's Crew-6 mission, which arrived at the ISS in March. Crew-6 is scheduled to return to Earth on August 25th. Crew 7 will mark SpaceX's seventh operational astronaut mission for NASA and its 11th crewed flight overall, following successful missions such as Demo 2, Inspiration 4, Axe 1, and Axe 2. And now with another rocket story, SpaceX is preparing to launch the largest private communications satellite ever built, called Jupiter 3, on July 26. Manufactured by Maxar Technologies, this satellite will join the existing Hughes-Jupiter fleet in providing broadband Internet services to North and South America. Once deployed, Jupiter-3 will be comparable in size to a commercial airliner's wingspan. The launch will take place at NASA's Kennedy Space Center in Florida, marking the seventh mission for SpaceX's Falcon Heavy rocket. The upgraded spacecraft will enhance data rate capabilities and support services like in-flight Wi-Fi and low-latency Internet plans. 
Its advanced technological architecture allows for miniaturized electronics, solid-state amplifiers, and efficient antennas. Unlike previous launches, the core booster of the Falcon Heavy will not attempt a drone ship landing but will be expended in the Atlantic Ocean. The two side boosters will perform boost back burns and return to SpaceX's landing zones 1 and 2. This launch represents a significant milestone in private space exploration and communication technology. Shifting to science news, scientists have finally discovered the reason behind a mysterious circular depression in the Indian Ocean known as the Indian Ocean Geoid Low. Using computer models, researchers from the Indian Institute of Science determined that plumes of molten rock from deep within the Earth may have formed this unique feature. The depression, which extends 1.2 million square miles and reaches its lowest point where sea level plunges over 328 feet, contains a gravity hole where Earth's gravitational pull is weaker and its mass is lower than normal. By simulating various geological configurations and running multiple simulations, the team found that hot, anomalous magma plumes surrounding the geoid low were the common factor in the formation of this phenomenon. The viscosity of magma also played a role, with slight adjustments preventing the formation of the depression. The presence of these molten rock plumes, along with the mantle structure, ultimately led to the creation of the gravity hole. The researchers believe that the magma plumes originated from an ancient ocean that disappeared when India collided with Asia millions of years ago. On to the next piece of space news, in a groundbreaking discovery, NASA's Imaging X-ray Polarimetry Explorer, IXPE, has observed a supermassive black hole emitting a highly energetic jet directly towards Earth. Despite the awe-inspiring nature of this cosmic event, there is no cause for alarm as the black hole is located at a safe distance of approximately 400 million light-years away. The black hole, known as Markarian 421, resides in the Ursa major constellation and was studied using ICSP's ability to measure the polarization of magnetic fields. Surprisingly, the analysis revealed a helical structure within the part of the jet where particles are accelerated. Blazer jets, like the one observed, can extend over millions of light-years, but the mechanisms behind their launch remain poorly understood. However, these new findings provide valuable insights into the extreme phenomenon of blazer jets and may contribute to a better understanding of their origins. The brightness of these jets stems from particles approaching the speed of light, emitting immense energy according to Einstein's theory of special relativity. Additionally, the orientation of blazers towards Earth causes an increase in frequency and energy, resulting in their exceptional brightness. Ixp observations have not only unveiled the physics within Markarian 421's jet, but have also identified the source of its glowing beam, surpassing scientists' expectations. In other space news, NASA's Artemis II moon mission is making progress as the crew undergoes extensive training. The diverse team, consisting of NASA astronauts Reed Wiseman, Victor Glover, Christina Koch, and Canadian Space Agency astronaut Jeremy Hansen brings a wealth of experience from various backgrounds. Training officer Jackie Mahaffey is utilizing their past experiences to prepare them for the lunar mission. In another development, astronaut Jeremy Hansen praised NASA's supersonic T-38 trainer jet for its challenging nature, which keeps astronauts on their toes during flight. The T-38 has been a crucial part of NASA's training program, with over 72,000 U.S. Air Force pilots having trained on it since its inception. Additionally, three Orion spacecraft are being prepared for the Artemis II, Artemis III, and Artemis IV missions, expected to transport astronauts to the moon starting in late 2024. These spacecraft are currently being assembled at NASA's Kennedy Space Center. Furthermore, astronaut Jeremy Hansen showcased his cowboy skills at Canada's Calgary Stampede Fair, alongside NASA Administrator Bill Nelson, adding some fun to the preparations. Finally, Hansen completed a vision quest, further enhancing his readiness for the upcoming lunar voyage. Continuing with the latest in space advancements, Thales Alenia Space, a European aerospace company, has announced its plans to refine the concept of harnessing solar energy in orbit through a project called Solaris. The initiative aims to provide Earth with clean energy from space-based solar power plants, aligning with the EU's goal of achieving net-zero greenhouse gas emissions by 2050. By utilizing solar energy from space, the project offers a continuous and reliable electrical supply without the need for extensive storage systems. Thales Alenia Space, in collaboration with the European Space Agency, will conduct a feasibility study to develop new system concepts using advanced technologies such as high-efficiency space solar panels, wireless power transmission, and robotized assembly in orbit. This study will serve as a foundation for future research and development activities. Joining other European tech firms on the project, 
Thales Alenius Space aims to determine the viability of the Solaris plans and potentially commercialize space-based solar energy by 2025. Ultimately, the project aspires to position Europe as a leading player in the pursuit of clean and sustainable energy solutions. Continuing with the latest in space advancements, introducing a groundbreaking aviation surveillance system called Uriallo, which will utilize a constellation of satellites to provide real-time tracking of flights. Developed through a partnership between the European Space Agency, ESA, and Spire Global, this system aims to enhance the accuracy and reliability of flight monitoring. Unlike current radar-based methods that can be hindered by obstacles like mountains or large bodies of water, Uriallo will rely on satellite detection of radio frequency signals emitted by aircraft to precisely determine their positions. By complementing existing communication and navigation infrastructure, this system aims to improve air traffic management worldwide. Spire Global will contribute to the project by designing and deploying a test mission to evaluate the performance of the satellite constellation. This significant step towards space-based aircraft tracking signifies the future of air travel safety, security, and sustainability on a global scale, according to Peter Platzer, CEO of Spire Global. With its potential to track planes from takeoff to landing anywhere in the world, Uriallo represents a major advancement in flight surveillance technology. On to the next piece of space news, billions of years ago, the shape of the Milky Way was different from what it is today, and new research suggests that it could transform again in the future. Astronomers have been studying the galaxy's past and future using data from Heritage Space Telescopes. Although no one has observed the Milky Way from outside the galaxy, evidence supports its current spiral shape. By analyzing optical images from the Hubble Space Telescope and the Spitzer Space Telescope, astronomer Alistair Graham discovered two types of lenticular galaxies which resemble a lens or a lentil. These galaxies have a central spherical structure and lack the spiral disk typically associated with grand galaxies like Andromeda or our own Milky Way. Lenticular galaxies may represent a transitional phase in galactic evolution. Graham categorized them based on their dust content, with some being rich in dust and others older with less dust. These findings contribute to a better understanding of the Milky Way's changing structure over time, shedding light on its ancient lentil-shaped form, and its potential future transformations. Staying on the topic of space, new observations provide insight into giant planet formation in spiral dust arms. Astronomers have discovered Jupiter-sized planets forming within spiral arms of dusty material surrounding a star located 5,000 light-years away. The star, V960 Mon, resides at the center of a gas and dust disk, which serves as the building blocks for future planetary systems. These spiral arms, resembling miniature galaxies, are emerging as the disk rotates around the star. In 2014, astronomers first observed these spiral arms when the star unexpectedly flared 20 times brighter than usual. Delving deeper into the dusty spiral arms may unveil the origins of giant planets. The recent study, published in the Astrophysical Journal Letters, utilized the Atacama Large Millimeter-Submillimeter Array ALMA, telescope in Chile to investigate the spiral arms around V960 Monday researchers, led by astronomer Philip Weber from the University of Santiago made significant progress in understanding gravitational instability, a process comparable to how stars form in massive nebulae. These findings provide valuable insights into two theories of planet formation, core accretion and gravitational instability. Core accretion involves the gradual accumulation of dust grains, while gravitational instability resembles the collapse of lumpy clouds of dust and gas. Observing gravitational instability at planetary scales has never been achieved before, making this discovery a significant milestone in our understanding of planet formation processes. And that brings us to the end of this episode of Artificial Pulse. We hope you found this exploration of the latest positive innovations in technology to be informative and inspiring. Once again, please consider supporting us through Patreon at patreon.com slash artificialpulse. Be sure to tune in again tomorrow as we continue to bring you the most cutting-edge developments and the brightest outlooks for the future.